0: And welcome to First Time Moms Podcast. I'm your host, Bish, and this is a podcast for new parents, moms, dads, and anyone curious about all things baby-related and parenthood. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode... Free. So I thought for the third episode we're going to do something not so full on as the first one first episode was about inducing labor and the second one was about episiotomies both you know intense episodes. So for the third episode we're going to talk about what you're going to pack for the hospital um, when you're about to have your, not when you're about to have your baby, when you're going into hospital uh, to have the baby. Obviously for every type of um, pregnancy the packing is going to be different. Um, if you're having more than one baby you'll need a double of everything and probably extra help uh, at the hospital but let's just go with one baby and then if you're having more babies you can um, change the packing items accordingly. I'm not only going to talk about what you need for the newborn baby but I'm also going to talk about what you'll need as a first time mom. So in my case when I was pregnant I did a bit of research and looked up some checklists online and found items that uh, would suit me but then when i actually went into the hospital i realized oh it would have been nice to have these items because i have i had to send my husband back to the house to collect some things and to the pharmacy and to the shops etc okay so what i'm gonna talk about is go through a few items for the baby for your self as a first time mom or um, if you're the dad I'm gonna just talk about a few items that you can pack as well so for prem premature babies you'll need the smaller sized um, clothing items which is I think five zeros and then there's different sizes for prem babies that you can buy Um, I packed 3-0 3-0 outfits thinking um that's gonna be okay as I delivered at 38 weeks but actually they were really big so I did need some four zero babies uh, clothing items which my husband went and picked up from home um for context my daughter was 3.3 kilos so she had to fit into four zero loads so packing uh start with five zero outfits because you don't know how small your baby's gonna be have a couple of those have about four four zero outfits you need um you can always pack a couple of three zero outfits uh, because you can always uh, layer that on top of the smaller four zero singlets and things like that Don't forget to take your burp clots because they will spew up quite a bit in the uh, early stages as they're still learning how to feed and swallow and burp and all that. Other hospitals also usually provide you with a breast pump. Uh, It's those plug-in breast pumps, they're pretty big and they provide you with the the actual breast parts that go in the pump, those ones are disposable. As I was saying, the breast parts that go into the pump are disposable ones. That's just for infection control. Um, one thing that I do have to say is if you are taking your own breast pump just make sure before you purchase a breast pump that you check the actual suction part of the breast pumps suit your breasts and your nipple size because I had two pumps that were given to me by my sister and sister-in-law so the one that my sister gave me the breast part was too little and it was very uncomfortable when I was pumping Um, and it caused a bit of trauma to my uh, nipples whereas the other one that I had uh, which my sister-in-law gave me was a better size a bigger size so it fit my breast perfectly and pumping was actually very very comfortable so if you are planning to purchase or if you're getting a hand-me-down a second-hand one please make sure it Uh, fits your breast properly and that when you turn the suction device on which you can you know try it out before you commit to it is that the nipple is not squeezed and taken into the suction part because that will cause trauma it just has to raise up and down slightly if that makes sense and should not cause you any pain all right the next thing you need is muslin wraps so to swaddle the baby or you can use uh sleeping bags from love to dream i believe one of my friends gave me a love to dream sleeping bag the baby but that was too big um usually for newborns the bags are a bit too big so it's better to use the muslin wraps to wrap them nicely and keep them warm so I would suggest taking about three of these initially, because you'll probably be spending anywhere from two to five days in hospital. It just depends what type of hospital you go to and every single um, hospital and the maternity ward will have a different policy as to how long you spend there. <coughs> uh, what's next? So to keep that tiny Hands and feet warm. You need to take a couple of mittens and a few pair of socks. I always like to overpack than underpack because you don't want to go there and think, oh, I need more things, or I need to do washing and all that jazz. So in those initial five, six days with the newborn in the hospital, it's better to have a few extras because you also need to think that in case something goes not quite right after you give birth you might have to spend extra days in the hospital um to for either you know you need to get monitored or the baby needs to get monitored so it's better to pack a few extra i also packed a towel for my baby the hospital will provide you towels to bathe them but I took one just in case I actually didn't end up using it but it's always nice to have one if you need it the other thing is has uh, to have a few jersey blankets that is to provide them with extra warmth so to tuck them in the bassinet Um, that is uh, depending on what the temperature is at the hospitals I I think the temperature is quite cold in hospitals every time i've been to i've had to ask for extra blankets and things that's probably because i like to stay warm but as newborns if you don't keep them warm obviously not to the point where they get overheated um they have to be warm otherwise they burn through all their baby fat which is called brown fat um they do have a bit of extra fat the brown fat initially to keep them warm Uh, as they don't drink a lot of milk and they only have the colostrum if you're breastfeeding even if you do formula feed they don't take a lot of milk in as they're very little and, and the amount builds up over time so take a few jersey blankets with you to first swaddle them with the muslin wraps and then use the jersey blankets over the top to tuck them into the bassinet Another idea is to take a few beanies, again to keep them warm if the hospital is cold and especially if you're having winter babies, The they might have the heaters, I mean they will have the heaters on but it might not be warm enough and you're also placing them in a small bassinet which is quite cold so when you're not holding them and when they're resting or sleeping in the bassinet it's nice to have beanies and when you're eventually going to take them out of the hospital and you know walk them to the car it's good to have a beanie on so when i was uh, talking about packing a few five zero and four zero outfits i would probably pack three or four of each size and then if it's cold you have to layer them with singlets first and then put a onesie on top so take about Five to six singlets, probably with a four zero size, I reckon, and then uh, pajamas or onesies. You can decide how many you want to take off each size. Another thing that I forgot was to take a cute outfit to dress the baby in if you want to take some cute pictures as they're born. I just ended up taking the newborn pictures at the hospital in a onesie, in like a Bronze onesie. But um, if you want to be a bit fancy, you can have a nice outfit with, for girls, it's nice to have a little headband or, you know, a flower or something to make it look a bit cuter. Um, and for boys, I'm not sure because I'm a girl mom, I don't know what boys, what you would dress boys in, probably a tiny bow tie or something, I'm not sure. And uh, That's another thing that you can take with you so one other thing that I took to the hospital with me was expressed um, colostrum colostrum is the first milk that comes into a mother's breasts so because my baby was coming out at 38 weeks My obstetrician told me, um, I'm going to start saying OB instead of obstetrician because it's hard to say that so many times. So my OB told me to express colostrum after the 36th week. You're not supposed to express colostrum before that usually unless advised by your OB. Because expressing colostrum can induce labor as well and you don't want to go into labor that early um, without having a proper reason. You know uh, if you're not getting induced um, by the OB so don't express your colostrum unless uh, you have advice from your OB I got advice to do it after 36 weeks and I did express a little bit into a few syringes and the syringes were provided to me by the lactation consultant at the hospital so I made an appointment while I was pregnant and i went and saw them and they showed me the technique of expressing the cholesterol and provided me with a few syringes and showed me how to draw it up and store it so i froze them the cholesterol was all frozen and then when i took it in um i gave it to the midwives there and they stored it for me so they thawed it and then they brought it in when the baby was born so i could administer it to her Uh, the nurses and midwives will go through that with you so don't worry too much about that i'm just saying that's something that you could probably bring up with a lactation consultant at the hospital or your ob um, because that's i think sometimes it can be missed by everyone other things that baby might need are pacifiers and your own thermometer if you want one the hospital will have some but you can always pack one of your own and the baby doesn't require any moisturizer for until they have their first bath which is about two to three days after birth so I used QB moisturizing cream not the lotion because the creams and creams tend to have more moisturizing capacity than the lotions lotions are very thin So again, it's up to you, you can talk to your OB about it or your GP about it uh, if you're not too sure about using moisturizers for the baby. The other thing is that you'll need some bottles, feeding bottles for formula express breast milk. When I went into the hospital, I didn't take any bottles. Again, this is a good conversation to have with the hospital people before you go in, uh, I was provided with the disposable bottles and teeth, uh, which were small and extra small size. So I pumped my breasts at the hospital using their machines. And then I transferred it to the bottles and then the disposable bottles and used them during the hospital stay. So I didn't take my own bottles. This is another thing you need to have a discussion about. Uh, But but you have to take the bottle cleaning brushes and things because they don't provide you with all of that. The hospital will provide you with some um, dishwashing liquid, which they provided like tiny sachets. But I had to take in my own bottle cleaning brushes and things to clean. bottles if i needed to but again i never used it i only used i didn't use it to clean the actual um, disposable bottles because they were single use i used it to clean the breast pump parts breast pump parts you can use it i guess for however long you want to Uh, you just have to make sure that they're clean and dry between each use Uh, another thing that i should probably talk about the breast pump um, parts at the hospital is to again ask them for the correct size i initially used a small size breast pump part which again caused more trauma to my nipples. uh it's not very pleasant just it's probably better to go up a size and then reduce the size if the larger size doesn't work for you and then um, referring back to my previous episode about the episiotomy. So these are the things that a new mom will need uh, in those first few days. And then obviously when you go home, you'll still need these things. But at least these are some things that you need to consider. So you need adult diapers that you can get from the chemist. I personally chose these because it was easy to wear comfortable, disposable, so you don't have to worry about washing them Uh, and they will hold any blood, so any bleeding and also urine because you will be incontinent for a day or two, heavily incontinent for a day or two after you give birth, so if I'm not mistaken it's the same with induced labour, natural labour and c-section because with c-section you have catheters put in and then that causes a bit of you know pressure and trauma and also having the um the injections the numbing injections will cause a bit of incontinence so have a pack of adult diapers i think i went through about two packs of adult diapers um until i stopped using them and just used use disposable uh, pads The other thing is heavy duty pads or the big overnight pads, because you'll have a lot of bleeding, um, pack, pack, maybe pack one packet of those or two depends how much bleeding you'll have. I I pack two just in case. And then you need some breast pads. I opted for the reusable breast pads that I ordered on Amazon um, because I didn't want to get the breast pads that are disposable as well but for convenience you can get the disposable breast pads from the chemist because initially when the milk comes in you have a lot of milk leaking so if you'll leak through the sheets and the clothes and it's actually a lot of chaos so it's very important you take some breast pads so you don't feel like you've got milk all over you and um, also you don't have to then change clothes and wash clothes and you can be comfortable I thought this episode was actually going to be a short episode but it looks like there's a lot still a lot to talk about even though it's just literally going through the items of packing list so for the people that i have um, anxiety like myself that like to be prepared i thought this is a really good episode so you have an idea of what you need to pack and also then you can do your own research, research and add a few extra things if you want to all right the other thing is that these two things that i'm talking about i actually didn't pack and then i had to send my husband later on to the chemist to buy them but you might not necessarily need them it's nice to have them in a the suitcase if you need it nipple shields so nipple shields are like tiny silicone nipple moldy things like a mold not not the fungus mold I'm talking about it's like it's shaped like a nipple you put it on top of your nipple to breastfeed if you're having trouble with the baby latching onto the breast or if your nipples have a bit of trauma and when the baby latches on it causes pain so what the shield does is it helps the baby latch and also if you're in pain or if you have trauma the shield will protect your nipple from the baby's suctioning to reduce the pain so in my case baby was latching on okay it's just that i had a bit of trauma to my left breast or the nipple because i used the wrong sized um, breast pump part and that caused trauma so i had it's called nipple splitting which was very painful so I used the nipple shields to breastfeed baby on the left side and the other thing that I didn't have were hydrogel discs so they're called breast hydrogel discs and it's a little um it's a little gel disc that goes on the nipple to help it recover or heal so it's got some medicine in it that and some cooling agents which will help the nipple and also heal it so when my injury on my left breast got really bad on the nipple I had to stop feeding Bob for a bit on the left side and only feed her on the right side so I pumped my breast on the left and then used the express milk to breast I mean not breast to feed her I use those hydrogel disc things to heal my wound and just a trigger warning that this this part is really gross but after a few days like a piece of my nipple fell out i mean the, the, the hydrogel disc worked like magic and healed my nipple and then the part that was split or broke and it literally fell out it was a good piece that fell out but those hydrogel discs were really comforting and i i highly recommend them to anybody that has nipple splitting or nipple trauma injury from like a breast pump part or improper latching of the baby so those two things i had to send my husband to grab some because i didn't plan for it so here i am giving you a heads up just in case Because otherwise you have to, if something happens overnight, then you have to wait till morning for the pharmacy to open to go and buy this. Okay, the other thing is nipple cream. There's lots of nipple creams out there uh, that can be used. I bought uh, the Markerland nipple cream. And my baby actually didn't like the taste of the markerland, or the consistency, or the texture. I'm not sure. And she refused to um, she refused to feed on my breasts when I put that markerland on. And I actually had to go in and have a shower and completely remove the nipple cream and also the smell for the baby to be like, okay, I will consider like feeding on you again. So, Markalan might, you know, have the same effect on your baby. So, it's still good, um, the nipple cream itself is good. It was really soothing on my breasts in those early days. But the other thing is, I think, what's the other nipple cream? I think it's Lanolin or Lance, I'll just quickly google that while i'm talking to you so i ended up getting something like that and that worked my baby actually uh, fed on me with that nipple cream on here we go so it's called lancino or lanolin yeah lancino lanolin so that worked all right my baby fed on me with that nipple cream all right what else do we need so for yourself you'll also need some moisturizer get a good quality moisturizer i used qv and don't forget our trusted peri bottle just in case you have an episiotomy and i guess even if you have normal labor or normal labor it'll nice it'll be nice to have a peri bottle just to clean yourself nicely and heat packs so the heat pack is a personal preference I had bad neck pain and back pain and I used heat packs every single day so in the hospital also I wanted to have a heat pack I didn't pack one though I thought they'll have some heat packs there they don't have those wheat bag proper heat pa- heat packs they have some heat patches that they patch onto your clothes. I that kind of works if you have a period cramp I think but not necessarily for comfort for your neck or your back if you just want you know the heat pack um, while you're feeding or when you're lying down so I would suggest packing your heat pack like a weed bag and because they'll always have a microwave around somewhere that you can just heat it and use Again. Talk to somebody at the hospital and see if they'll allow you to do that again because of infection control, they might say no, but it's always nice to ask. That was one thing that I really missed while I was at the hospital, was having my heat pack. All right. Also, don't forget to pack some nitruses, maybe two with easy breast access. So things with um, a deeper neckline. Or something with buttons so you can breastfeed baby. This is all obviously only if you're breastfeeding and um, if you're formula feeding, it's going to be different. Uh, pack some slippers, some shoes, socks because you might get cold. Pack extra underwear because you might bleed through some. Initially, if you're gonna be wearing the disposable. Um, underwear you're going to be or no sorry the disposable diapers you're going to be all right but if you choose to have only the pads then it's better to have some a few um, spare underwear because you'll probably leak through most of them I'm actually running out of breath talking about packing list but it's nice to be prepared isn't it okay so we spoke about underwear the next thing is breastfeeding bras i packed the i packed two breastfeeding bras and they did last me uh the hospital stay and then i came back home and i had a few extras so i could put the others in the wash so just take a couple uh, something that's comfortable something that's going to support your breasts and also have easy breastfeeding access for the baby uh i'm trying to think about some recommendations for breastfeeding bras i'm pretty sure i just bought mine from target yeah i just bought bought mine from Target so I bought some actual breastfeeding bras and the others were breastfeeding singlets which have inbuilt cups into them so you can put your breast pads and then the cup sits nicely over the top and then you've got a singlet there. So that's all handy things to buy Uh, pack some loose clothing so like a loose loose t-shirts and shorts or pants everything loose nothing too tight because you want to feel relaxed and comfortable after birth and also for labor I I had one of my husband's old loose big t-shirt things because you, you're most likely gonna throw it out after labor because you'll have all the blood and the gun um, although I wore that during labor i think i in the end to get the epidural they told me to get out of it and they put a hospital gown on me um but afterwards i had a few loose t-shirts just for comfort so loose t-shirts and shorts or pants don't forget your toiletries so the standard toothbrush toothpaste a comb Listerine or mouthwash. Mouthwash. Mouthwash was a really, really big thing for me because I got like a really metallic, yucky taste in my mouth <clears throat> after giving birth, and that lasted about two, three days. So I was constantly washing my uh, mouth with Listerine. Care products so i use the vitamin c serum at night and just a face cream during the day just because you've had a kid you don't have to stop doing these things you still need to feel a bit human and feel a bit you so bring whatever skincare products you're using um back in the day i only used to use like a mo- one moisturizing cream like for example qv and head to toe, I used to just use UV cream. <laughs> I actually didn't use anything else. But then as I got older, I was thinking, okay, maybe I need to look after my face a bit more. So I started using the vitamin C at night and the, now I, I can't even remember what the moisturizing cream is that I use um, during the day. Uh, Hy- Hyalur- hyaluronic acid i think something that's got hyaluronic acid because i heard it's good for your face again do your own research and um yeah bring your own products along the other thing that i really needed were earphones because i listen to a bit of music and podcasts they should have like a television in your room i'm not sure how it works but if your partner sleeping and you're watching the baby and you just need a bit of music or some you know background noise it's not nice to have some earphones so you can listen to something or watch something i used to watch um, Netflix shows on my phone while i was breastfeeding at night because as a newborn you have to breastfeed them every two to three hours and that watching something on my phone on Netflix actually helped me stay awake because i was uh, very very tired. I'm not sure if you guys ever watched the um, TV show American American Mob. It was on uh, Prime, Amazon Prime, and I finished the whole series. That was in three seasons. I finished the whole thing in probably a week. So that gives you an idea of how much sleep I got. Um earphones and don't forget your phone and chargers, obviously if you if you have charges for your phone and earphones don't forget those like I said some wet wipes um, like hygiene hygiene feminine hygiene wet wipes that you can get or just a normal baby wipes would do if you just want to use it in the toilet uh, grab some makeup because you want to take some cute pictures with the baby and also Um, when you're going back home again personal preference i brought makeup with me but i actually didn't wear any when i went back home because i was too exhausted to put makeup on so if you're bringing makeup don't forget some makeup remover i use the garnier micella 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 wash i think it's called is it like cleansing something yeah i use that with the cotton pads it just gets gets rid of all my makeup very easily and then i wash my face afterwards so that and then this is another thing that i was really glad that i packed so i knew that you're going to lose a lot of blood and fluid or whatnot after labor and that your electrolytes were going to be all over the place So I asked my husband to buy me some Powerades and Gatorades to hydrate me and make sure that, you know, I'm not going to pass out. So I bought, mm, I think we got six bottles of Gatorade and Powerade. He also had some because he was also tired and exhausted. And our baby was a summer baby, so it was really hot. And this was something nice and refreshing to have in the fridge there and uh, drink over the first couple days the other thing is you don't necessarily need to pack this in the hospital bag but i thought i'd bring it up is lactation cookies if you're breastfeeding lactation cookies are delicious it's a nice snack and it will help promote your breast milk production and um, increase your quantity so you might want to pack that for hospital but you know you can always come back home and then have those don't forget a big water water bottle to have some water by your bedside at all times they will bring in a jug and a cup of water but i preferred having a little uh but not a little a big bottle with a straw in it so i could easily drink water when i want to and when i'm breastfeeding it was really easy to drink using the bottle and not spill on the baby And when you if you do breastfeed you you need to have a lot of fluid because you're losing a lot of fluid as breast milk another thing that I didn't think about were compression stockings so I didn't pack this I'm just uh, bringing this up in case you thought you might want to pack some compression stockings to take with you or have it for for the swelling after you have the baby so when your legs swell up and that fluid shift happens i had to put my feet legs legs and i mean i had to pee (gasps) put can't talk i had to elevate my legs to help with the swelling and then i asked the nurses if i could have compression stockings and they said no it's discouraged it's not good don't wear compression stockings you have to just let it naturally happen now i was too tired to ask them why, what's the reasoning, and I haven't researched about that yet, but uh, that might be another thing you can talk to your OB or the hospital about before you go, but then I was definitely told not to wear compression stockings for the swelling. So if you're planning to pack some, just uh, double check first. And the easiest way to transport all of these things were using a tiny suitcase with wheels could just wheel it around instead of having to carry it that's a really handy tip it's easy comfortable and after you've had the baby it's, it's just easy to transport and you can like fit everything in the one bag rather than carrying like a backpack and another bag and i don't know a baby bag you know just have a suitcase it's easy so if you're the partner or the husband or the support person for the birthing mum this is some things that you should pack make sure you have comfortable clothes depending on the weather make sure you have comfortable clothes so if it's summer something light and airy and if it's winter something warm again they'll most likely have the heaters on but make sure they're comfortable clothes because you might think it's just the mom who needs comfortable clothes but believe me the other person also needs comfortable clothes because they need to be comfortable in a good mood and able to support the mom so comfy clothes number one don't forget your earphones your phone and your charges as well and your toiletries so if you're a man toothpaste toothbrush mouthwash if you want to take a razor and shaving cream and a beard trimmer or whatever it is just pack it because it's nice to have stuff there and you can feel a bit more relaxed and at home having everything close to you yeah don't forget the nail clippers if you want it Uh, and pack your moisturizer pack any medication that you might need for the duration of your stay and just pack a few extra Um, tablets so if you're taking multivitamins or any regular medication or any pain medication anything over the counter you have to pack it yourself because at the hospital only the mum and the baby not even the baby only the mum is the patient in the hospital so let's say you need Panadol they're not going to give you Panadol you need to have that in your bag If it's hay fever season and you need a Zyrtec, they're not going to give you a Zyrtec. You need to take your own Zyrtec if you need a heat pack. They're not going to give you a heat pack, you need your own heat pack. So please make sure as the support person or the partner, you pack your own things because otherwise you're going to miss out or you're going to make multiple trips back home or to the chemist and it's just not going to be relaxed and easy also pack slippers and shoes and socks and a water bottle for yourself as well so most of the time food is provided at the hospital you can always ask your friends and family to drop off some other food if you like if you're sick of having the hospital food when we went into hospital they provided meals for me um but for my husband who also stayed for the whole duration uh with me uh we paid extra money and then they provided the meals so his meals were not paid for oh i'm sorry only my meals were paid for they might also have a cafe or restaurant on site which you can go and collect some food from but remember overnight kitchens are closed and um Sometimes if you exit the hospital, you can't come back in overnight. With us, they did let us in. We just had to buzz in the nurse that was working that night and they had to manually come and get you. So just to avoid all those, you know, disappointments and drama, it's nice to have uh, some food ready for you overnight. As a breastfeeding mom, I can tell you, You get hungry all the time and at night you have to snack and drink, snack and drink. I think my husband made me, I don't know, Milo's and teas overnight. We snacked on, (laughs) we had up and goes because we bought like a whole big thing of like a 24 carton uh, up and go protein shake thing that we had and uh, sandwiches what else did i snack on? oh the the, uh, hospital gave you jelly and custard so i used to keep them uh in the fridge i didn't eat them at dinner time i just kept them in the fridge because i had to snack on them at night i was so 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 hungry but yeah if you can ask some family or friends to drop off some snacks that's nice or just pack some in your suitcase whatever you like obviously not food that can go up off or has to be refrigerated you can just pack some biscuits and cheese or something Uh what else for the baby yes for the baby the hospital provides wipes and nappies and they give you tiny things of nappy cream which is you know pseudo cream um so for the hospital stay you actually don't need to bring any wipes nappies or nappy cream but again uh some hospitals might not provide this. From my experience and my knowledge, most hospitals provide these. So that's the other thing. And like I said earlier, they provide disposable bottles and teats um, for formula or for expressed pressed milk. They also provide tiny containers of formula. When I was initially not producing milk there, they provided me with tiny bottles of NAND formula and you can use those with the disposable bottles to feed the baby. And once my milk came in and we didn't need the formula, you just say, I don't need anymore. And then you just use the express breast milk or you breastfeed the baby. And what else? Yeah, breast pump with the disposable parts they provide. Make sure, again, I need to say this over and over and over again. Just make sure you pick the correct size breast parts because otherwise that's going to cause nipple trauma and it's not nice. Uh, you also get like other snacks like um, sandwiches at the tea room which the husband or the support person also has access to and this is where like if you need to make a cup of tea coffee or Milo in the middle of the night you can go in there and they'll have like biscuits and crackers and tiny snacks there and you can make your cup of tea at night. Um, From memory I don't think that kitchen closes at all overnight but there are certain parts of the maternity ward you don't have access to so it's best to be prepared and ask all us all of these questions before you have the baby because after you have the baby you have limited brain capacity so be prepared and ask all these questions um before you go in so i know this was a bit of a weird episode me literally going through a packing list but i thought other moms like me and dads like who like to be prepared, would really appreciate this. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you packed anything different, anything additional than the list that I have mentioned here, send me a message on Instagram. It's called first time mom's podcast, all in lowercase. Follow me and I will Eventually, I haven't put up uh, many posts on my Instagram yet just because I thought I'll just uh, invest my time in making the first 10 episodes first and then eventually I'll start posting a bit more on Instagram. Uh, Make sure you follow me there. And if you're listening on Spotify, please follow me, hit the subscribe, the bell notification and yeah, tune into my episodes every week. I have made a commitment to do this once a week. And if i get extra time in the future i'll probably do two episodes a week but for now let's just stick to one <laughs> so thanks for tuning in this week i'll see you next week bye